uh, Skullboys. The Street Press Podcast with Sean Fraser. For a start, there are not enough white men doing podcasts. I've got to always support that when that comes along. I was talking to a mate today at a baby queue. We didn't cook a baby. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that yeah. was. I just want to thank you. Yeah, no, it was me. He wouldn't shake our hand until he finished putting on his glove. Imagine what he's like during the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got you here for the podcast after your big night last oh. night, so I'm stoked with that. I get a thrill knowing that you're doing what you're doing. That's good. Well, I don't know what I'm doing today. We're just sort of just winging it. Did you moon Kylie Minogue? Yeah. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Street Press Podcast. My name is Sean Fraser. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, however you're listening, I hope you're doing all right out there and uh, and, and things are going well for you. Sadly, no guests this week. I know that some people might be out there going, oh, who is it this week? Who is it this week? And uh, sadly, I've got to break your heart. Uh, we don't have a guest this week, but we've got plenty to cover in this episode. When I first started doing this podcast, uh, you know, people around me, people at work, they said, well, you know, some days you're just not going to have an artist to interview. What are you going to do? And I sort of said, well, I suppose you just press record and you have a chat to yourself in the spare bedroom in the house. <laughs> so... <laughs> So here we are. Last week was crazy, crazy busy. Uh, I had the week off, which was good, and uh, I didn't have much planned. And the backstory is I'm sort of helping my mum sell her house at the moment. The property ended up selling on the Saturday, and then uh, we we managed to buy another place all in the space of a week. So uh, obviously mum has to take priority over the podcast and the interviews. We've got a bunch of... Um, well, firstly, I'm glad that mum's sorted that out. That was the most stressful week. I'm not one that really gets too stressed about anything, really. But that, I'm not, I'm not cut out for that sort of stuff. Buying and selling and on the phone to real estate agents all week. Trying to get a good deal for your own blood. You know, <laughs> I hope I did well. But uh, I am not cut out for that sort of stuff. That is stressful, man. But yeah, I'm glad that mum got the outcome that she wanted. Um, but that meant, obviously, with Easter around, I couldn't get the interviews done in time. We've got a few sitting there. Um, we've got Beck Stevens coming up soon. Ben from Slowly Slowly. Now, that interview hasn't happened yet, but uh, I know we've been talking about this interview for weeks, maybe months, but it, it is meant to happen. And, and he is the most requested person so far. It used to be Lincoln Lefever, who we had on in January on the uh, podcast, but Ben from Slowly Slowly has now taken the lead as the most requested artist to come on the Street Press podcast, and I'm working on it. I'm really, really trying to get it going, and uh, and people are giving me grief. Hey, look, that's 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 fair. That's warranted uh, as well. Also, been working on getting uh, Kenny from the starting line. Uh, that's in the works at the moment. I I've got to put this out there. I feel like um, <laughs> anything that I do that's uh, it's it's a bit uh, you know. Silly, I suppose. Why not just bring it up in the podcast? You guys might enjoy it. Um, on Saturday, Maddie and I had the day off. You know, we were like, oh, well, maybe we should go out for lunch. Maybe we should go and get something to eat. Maybe we should head to Sydney. I said, well, that can be the plan, okay? Let's head to Sydney. We'll go and get something to eat. Maybe we'll catch some live music. That would be the perfect way to spend Saturday. So I grab the dog. I take him for a walk. It's about 10 o'clock on Saturday morning. And as I'm walking, I think about one of my best mates, Mitch Clues. He's... Uh, He's a musician and he, he and his wife, they have like a duo and we love to go and check them out every now and then when we, uh, when we have a, a day free, we like to go and have something to eat, go watch Mitch and Tash. 
I send Mitch a message on Saturday morning while I'm walking the dog and I say, hey man, you know, you guys playing anywhere this afternoon? It'd be, uh, it'd be good to catch up. He calls me straight away. Um, phone rings. I take the call and I say, hey man, what's going on? And he goes, uh, I don't know how to say it. I don't know how, I don't want to alarm you, but uh, it's actually Sonny's first birthday today. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, no, no, I knew that. Um, so totally, totally forgot. But look, it wasn't an event on Facebook. I blame that for the reason why I didn't remember. But <laughs> but we ended up uh, getting along to the first birthday. I would have absolutely hated um, missing that one. But yeah, I'm glad it worked out. I'm glad that we kept the day free because it would have been very embarrassing if, um, you know, we did go out to lunch somewhere and then, you know, Mitch sees all these photos of me not at his son's birthday that he invited me to. Happy birthday, Sonny. Happy first birthday, um, your inaugural birthday. So I got back to work today and uh, it was an interesting day. I, uh, I work at WSFM, which is a radio station in Sydney, and I work alongside a guy called Ugly Phil. Now, if you live in Australia, you might know Ugly Phil. He, uh, he hosted the Hot 40 Countdown with Jackie O back in the day. Now he works, he, he's worked on radio for like 40 years, and, and he and I, we, we get along quite well, and we do a show together. And uh, he came in to get me from the newsroom today, and he said, hey, I need you to uh, come with me. We're going to do like a little bit of a skit, and I need you to meet someone. So I'm like, okay. We head off to the green room. And Richard Clapton was in the in the green room, and uh, he's quite popular, especially in the um, the classic kind of radio uh, sphere, as you will. You've got the you know, Choir Boys, Jimmy Barnes, you've got Daryl Braithwaite, John Stevens, and then you've got a guy like Richard uh, Clapton. So he was there. It was nice to meet him today. Phil does this thing where he deliberately gets my band name wrong on air. And I always kind of correct him. So he will say, oh, he, he's Sean from the Fine Young Radicals. And I say, oh, no, the band's called the Ritzy Kids. And um, he actually forgot that my band's name was the Ritzy Kids. And when he was talking to Richard Clapton today, he said, oh, he's from the, um, the Young Radicals. And, you know, Richard was really, really excited to meet me because he, like, you know, they were a big band back in the day. I walked in, shook his hand. He said, hello, mate. And then he realised that, you know, I'm probably not of the age of the Young Radicals, and he was quite <laughs> quite deflated <laughs> to find out that Phil genuinely got my band name wrong, and I said, no, Richard, my band's called the Ritzy Kids. Uh, anyways, the skit that we were doing, you know, we are promoting his new show that's coming up at the State Theatre, and Phil said to him, here's a bit of audio that we're going to play. Uh, it was a pre-recorded thing that Richard had done years and years ago, and Phil told him, he said, oh, we're just going to say that Sean's playing guitar <laughs> On the uh, on the track, I don't think Richard heard that properly. And we're sitting there, the three of us in the studio, and he presses play on it. And he goes, "Yeah, we're just going to play this version of Girls on the Avenue." Richard looks at me, and because the guitar playing on this track, it's obviously his real guitarist playing on the track. But he's sitting there for some reason that I'm playing on the track, and he looked at me and he's like, "Wow, you you play it just like him." And I'm like, once again, sorry to disappoint, but that's not me playing guitar. That's your um, your real guitarist from back in the day. And uh, to disappoint Richard Clapton twice in one day, I don't think many people uh, have been able <laughs> to do that. Uh, another thing I'm looking after, which sort of happened while I was off last week, and this is really cool, especially if you're a musician or if you're someone that lives on the Central Coast, uh, New South Wales, Australia. I'm looking after the bookings for a new venue on the old Woi Woi Bowling site. 
It's called Golf HQ. It's basically a brand new sports bar that's been brought to the peninsula. And my brother went in there and he started talking to someone. He said, uh, you know, my, my brother Sean's into music and stuff. He might be able to get you some artists in here. So fast forward two days after that conversation, I'm in there at Golf HQ hanging out with Brad McIntosh, who runs the show there. Very nice man. And uh, he has put me down to organize gigs for the venue Every Saturday, 3 to 6 p.m., we're going to have soloists there uh, creating a pretty cool vibe. And uh, I had an influx of people hitting me up. I went on one of those uh, Facebook Peninsula groups and I was like, hey, is there any soloists out here that want to play at a brand new venue in Wuwei? And uh, there were apparently thousands of soloists <laughs> on the Central Coast. So I was in, I'm, I'm still going through my messages. And uh, and trying to allocate slots and times for uh, all these soloists on the on the Central Coast, but how good is that to to know that there are so many out there and so many that are keen to play at this new venue? If you want to check it out, like I said, the Woo Bowling Club site. Go there, say good day to Brad and the team. Uh, I also copped a bit of grief on Saturday night for not attending Cloning's gig in Sydney. So the week was so busy, I totally forgot that Felix, who was on the show only a couple of weeks ago, he had me on the bloody door to go and see his band. They're all the way from Perth. They come over to Sydney. Yeah, I get a message from my friend Izzy from work, and she says, oh, I'm at the cloning gig. Where are you? And I'm like, "Uh, I'm sitting at home. I am on the couch. Just started the fire. And uh, (laughs) But from all reports, the gig was spectacular. Izzy was saying there there were girls waiting out the front. For the show to start, for the show to finish, to get things signed, uh, cloning uh, are going from strength to strength. They are really ripping and tearing at the moment, and uh, they, they've just wrapped up their tour. But it's so good to see that things are going well. Uh, another person who's doing well, who is also on the podcast, Blake Tiras, he's currently in the UK right now on a solo tour. Uh, with Ed Barnes, and uh, they are absolutely ripping up. Every single night I'm uh, I'm jumping on Facebook and I'm having a look, seeing what he's up to, what the latest is, and um, he's playing in all types of bars, small, big, having a great time. So, Blake, it's so good to see that you're having uh, such a fun time over there. Uh, I also just want to send my thoughts out to Chris, who listens to the Street Press religiously every week. Uh, it looks like, Chris, you've come off that motorbike and... Um, well, it's the it's, it's probably the, the worst broken arm I've ever seen in my life. I know you're probably listening from the hospital bed this week. I do just want to say, mate, uh, you are lucky to have gotten away from that one. Good reminder. That's why that's why you wear helmets and all the protective gear. And I know you always uh, you always take care of yourself while you're out there. But uh, terrible to hear about this stack and um, and and that arm. Whoa! Thoughts to you, man. I know you're a drummer too, playing a band called NFI. So uh, the Ritzy Kids um, and NFI actually just supported the Bennies a couple of weeks ago. And uh, Chris is the drummer of that band and also a really good friend of mine. I just want to say, man, thinking of you. Could have been so much worse and I'm glad it's not. Also, actually, Chris, he wrote to me uh, not too long ago after I did a random episode when I didn't have a guest last time and I had this girl, Summer Lane. When I was on tour in the US, just uh, cruising around on my own in a van, I interviewed a bunch of people when I was over there, just anyone. I did an interview with this lady, Summer Lane, and Chris actually wrote in and he liked that one. Um, and, And look, because you liked it, I thought maybe I'd dig back into the archives and uh, find another one for you while you're sitting there on the hospital bed. This bloke, he's a homeless fella uh, and, and a musician. 
And back in 2015, when I was cruising through, I would have been probably in one of the Bible Belt states. And uh, I met this guy, David, and he had a really weird and wacky sign. And that was what brought my attention to him. I'm, I'm standing out on this street corner. I look over and there's this poor bloke sitting on the gutter, basically, but his sign is what drew the attention. <laughs> and uh, I might play some of that interview now. Um, this one's for you, Chris. We're on the streets. Where are we? We're on uh, Adams Morgan on 18th Street. We're in Adams Morgan, and I've met David. And you're homeless. You've got uh, you've got a sign out the front. It says "Fuck you, pay me." Yeah. Doesn't work. Yeah, on Fridays and uh, in party nights and party neighborhoods, generally. Do you get a lot of good feedback? A lot of a lot of laughter, a lot of uh, humor. Um, someone wanted to take a picture with me tonight, and now this guy wants to uh, interview me. So <laughs> I say pretty good, positive feedback overall. Why are you homeless? Can't find a job. Um, I was just on probation, and before that, I was uh, arrested for. Uh, it was a really stupid charge. It was open container. Uh, like in D.C., they arrest so many people that they can't keep them all in jail. So they have like ridiculous amounts of people on probation and parole, and uh, it it hurts you in finding a job. Generally, you had a home. I was living with my grandmother for uh, six months, and. Um, she's selling the house because she can't afford the mortgage, but she owns the house. So she's going to sell the house to pay the mortgage and make a little bit of money. So she needs everyone else to leave. How's life on the street? It's tough. It's life on the street. I mean, sometimes people are nice to you. Thank you. God bless. Um, sometimes people are nice to you. Sometimes, uh, people yell at you, say, hey, get a job. Sometimes people think you're on drugs, which I'm not. Some people are, and that's unfortunate. But it's more of a disease than anything else. Why does your sign say, fuck you, pay me? Because it's honest, because it's funny, and people don't want signs that are sad. People, people, people get tired of that homeless, please help, God bless. People have seen that a hundred thousand times. They want something that'll make them laugh or feel good. I run another sign called Smile, Anything Helps, and that one gets a lot of uh, positive feedback too. People like things that are original. I met a lady in New Orleans, and uh, her sign said, I need money for a dildo. And that made a lot of money. I like that. There's also signs that I've seen. Uh, I've traveled a lot over uh, across the country. There are signs I've seen in California called "Need money for cracking a beer," and that actually makes money. It's ridiculous, but people, like I said, people like shit that they haven't seen before. That's right. Tourists. They target tourists. It doesn't. It doesn't as much matter what it says as as it matters how clever it is. And how do you find life on the street? So you live under bridges or you live, you just uh, find wherever you can? Well, right now I'm living under a bridge, but when I need to shower or shave, I go over to a friend's house. I do, I have lived here since I was 11. So I, I do know a few people, but they can't, I can't stay there definitely because of, you know, they live in an apartment or with their parents or whatever. During the day, there's lots of places in DC, fortunately enough, that give out free food. So that's really helpful for the homeless community. You look like you've had a shower recently. 
I actually had a shower and shave just two days ago, so I don't look super homeless, and that's something I try to, I try to not look super homeless, because I'm, I am trying to get a job currently. So during the day, I will often pop into places that are looking to hire and talk to the manager, so I don't want to stink, and I don't want to look homeless. But when I come out at night, I put on my leather jacket, and I pop on my fedora, and I look cool if maybe a little homeless or traveler kid type. Where are you going to sleep tonight? Probably the same bridge I've been sleeping. I can't, like I said, I can't uh, stay at any of my friends' houses definitely because of their living situations. Like one friend of mine lives with his grandmother. Another friend of mine has uh, a renting situation where he has four roommates and I can't, there's not space. And you know, another friend of mine has uh, rules on the renting situation and people can only stay there for five days at a time that aren't on the lease. So, I mean, different situations. Yeah, that's David, who I met on a street somewhere in the US, and I hope you're doing well out there. That interview was conducted in 2015, so it was a long time ago. I hope he's back on his feet. Uh, we do have some letters this week. Let's jump in. Yeah, you can head to the streetpresspodcast.com forward slash letters. This one this week is from Sam Schumach, who is the guitarist in Fangs. He noticed that I interviewed Josh Josh, who is also a friend of mine, and he was on the, uh, the show not long ago. Uh, Sam says, uh, language warning, no fucking way. I went to school with Josh. We used to jam together, used to skate heaps together as well. How cool. Uh, I'm glad, Sam, that you've been uh, listening to the episodes. It was really cool to have you on. And uh, and Josh, well, he wants to do like a solo tour at the end of this year, just me and him, uh, you know, and our acoustic guitars in sort of like a campfire setting. Whether that takes off and gets up off the ground remains to be seen, but uh, we might work on something like that over the next year or so. Uh, hey, my band, The Ritzy Kids, the EP is not too far away. I think every week on here I sort of uh, do a little tease about The Ritzy Kids and, and, and what we do, and, and these songs, uh, I'm really, really proud of them. We've released three already. The EP is going to be uh, seven tracks long. I don't think I'll drop the uh, the name of the EP just yet, but these songs mean a lot. You know, it was in lockdown in 2020 when I picked up the electric guitar again, and you know, the majority of these songs that are on the EP, I you know, bashed out in like a three week period um, when we were just like sitting around doing nothing, weren't allowed to have people over to our houses. It was a really good time for creativity. Yeah. So if you think about it now, what are we in? We in April, 2023. Yeah. Those songs have been sitting there for a little while. And if there's any musos out there listening or anyone who has created something, you know, whether it's any sort of art form and if you've, uh, you've made it, you've demoed it or you've drawn it or you've you've had it lying around and you just want the world to hear or see it. Uh, there's a bit of anxiety that comes along with that. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping in the next month or two this EP is going to be out and I'm finally just going to get that relief. It's going to be relief for all, all four of us in the band to, to finally see this thing released. And then we move on and start, uh, start recording again, I suppose. That's what we're going to do. We love it. Um, and we wouldn't want it any other way. Hey, next week, hopefully we've got someone else on the show, someone from the industry. I'm sure we should be all right. I'm not selling houses this week. Uh, it's not Easter this week. Excuses, excuses, yada, yada. Uh, hopefully we'll get someone else on the podcast next week. I'm really, really stoked also to see some people who are jumping on and they're supporting the podcast. Um, you can become a member. Go to the streetpresspodcast.com. For $4 a month, you can become a member. Uh, you get freebies. Uh, um, you get percentage off merch. 
You get a bunch of different things on there. You can also ask a question to guests that are coming up on the show. So if you are a Slowly Slowly fan and you want to ask Ben a question, you can do that on that part of the uh, of the website. But don't forget, the podcast will always be free. Uh, you'll never be charged for the podcast. That's not what it's about. It's not about money. None of this is about money. It's all about having a great time, connecting with musicians, uh, and trying to create a product that you enjoy. I don't have any sort of backing doing this. I know I have, I have a radio background, and some people might assume that maybe the two things go hand in hand. Um, no. <laughs> I do all of this from a bedroom in my house. I tee up every interview. I hassle friends who know people, who know other artists, who know people in the industry to try and get them on the podcast. Um, I, I jump in my car, I head to their house sometimes and, and interview them. I do whatever I can just to uh, to have a good product uh, and, and to keep music lovers entertained. I think it's very important to constantly be talking about music, especially Australian music, and uh, and promoting it. So that's what this podcast is all about. If you love the Street Press podcast, or even if you just like it, um, you can jump on either the Spotify or the Apple reviews there. You can give me a five-star rating if you think it's worth that. Give me a four if you think it's worth that. If you think it's worth three, don't even put it on there. <laughs> Uh, come on, treat me like an Uber driver. We you sort of might even get a three-star ride, but you still just put five in anyway. Come on. You can do that <laughs> if you want. Anyone who has reviewed so far, thank you so much. I can see on Spotify there's a, there's a bunch there. All right. Um, that's the end of this week's episode. Hopefully we got someone on next week and, uh, and we're back to, to normal programming. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Let's chat again next week. All right. Ta-da. Ta-da.